Hey folks, SJ20T coming to you live. Drinking or trying out the new bullet, bullet bourbon with the little ice crystal thingies. Um, great investment. If you get the ice cube, like circular ball maker thing, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but uh, trying that now. Uh, bullet bourbon's a lot better with ice as opposed to just drinking it straight up. And the high level whiskeys, the, the 30 or $40 whiskeys, are much better. If you uh, just get drink that straight out of a glass, so I'm having bullet bourbon with ice on the rocks, as the cool people would say. Uh, a lot of stuff to get into. First news update in a second. I've been cheating with a couple of the poker casts, and then throwing in some uh, political stuff in between some of the poker stuff. I don't know if that works, or doesn't work, or is good, or isn't good. But who knows? Fuck it. Let's go. Uh, Michael Flynn case continues to get more and more interesting uh, as it as the day goes on. It's, it continues to get dragged on. Uh, for, for those of you that have forgotten or done whatever, Michael Flynn pled guilty to lying to uh, FBI uh, what, sometime in 2016. Uh, the story goes, we'll refer back to previous podcasts for the uh, up-to-the-minute uh, prospects on what's going on with that case. But he pled guilty to lying to the FBI, and then he rescinded his plea uh, later on. Um, the, his counsel or the attorneys they had were connected to a firm that was hired by Eric Holder. He dropped them. Those are the ones that convinced him to, or persuaded him or, uh, through his, through himself, uh, because too much shit was going on, decided to plead guilty uh, to lying to the FBI. Uh, he dropped that firm. Sidney Powell jumps in and then they want to resend the plea. Um, they keep pushing for documents being unearthed, and the more and more the documents get unearthed, the more and more you begin to understand it was just essentially a plot to uh, hamstring a guy that was basically Obama's, I wouldn't call him, he slighted Obama. So in, in 2014, he went and did, did uh, congressional te testimony, tried, uh, he was a problem. Like, that's kind of the general sentiment you get with the Obama administration back in 2014. They set his sights on him. Um, he was going to join the uh, Trump team as a national security advisor, the top dog for the intelligence community. And then, um, you know, conspiracy theories abound. We can't have that happen. Um, and Comey does the dirty work for the FBI, uh, gets two agents to go in and interview Mike Flynn. Um, and then through those notes, they were like, oh, he wasn't really uh, two things on the notes. One, they basically said, hey, it's he didn't lie during the thing. Number two was, what's the purpose of the meeting? Are we trying to get him to tell, the, like, why, why are we going in there? We, do we really want to know what's going on? Are we trying to get him to lie? All this is uh, preceded by the fact that they had dropped the case in January. Um, uh, basically, right when Trump got elected, um, there were a bunch of documents that were Mike Flynn communications were getting unearthed, went all the way up to Biden, um, him, of him uh, unmasking uh, Mike Flynn's communications with uh, Russian uh, ambassador so they were uh, and which is basically normal transition stuff is what everybody agrees that was going on normal transition uh, com communications the Obama administration was listening to that at least approvable all the way up to the vice president at the time Joe Biden um, other notes they're saying that Obama made the decision uh, to continue the the fun and frivolity even though the FBI had recommended at least the case agents that were working the case uh, they had recommended that the case be dropped um, they picked it back up. They went to interview him. 
um, notes in the interview, said what I just said. Hey, what, what's the purpose of this meeting? What are we really trying to do? We're we just trying to get him to catch him in a lie. Are we really trying to get the truth? What are we doing? Um, apparently, another meeting, Biden was the one that brought up the Logan Act, which if you're paying attention to Logan Act, John Kerry should have been um, fucking charged eight times over for his dealings with Iran uh, so far and even came out with another, uh, uh, he keeps speaking and he keeps acting on behalf of uh, democratic institutions, not democratic, democrat institutions um, in the United States against uh, foreign policy of the current administration. So if anybody should be arrested for Logan Act, it's John Kerry. Neither here nor there. Um, so uh, that whole thing went up. Um, they picked it back up. Comey sent the guys over. And then now we're kind of waiting on what's going on. So uh, Flynn rescinded his plea. Uh, Powell um, pushed that. And then the Department of Justice dropped the charges based on all the information that was being unearthed in the documents, the, the declassifications and the polls and also the FOIA request and all this other fun stuff. So the Department of Justice, the prosecutor, said, no, we're not going to prosecute you anymore. That should have been the end of it. So now you had to go to basically a formality from the judge. And then the judge pulls this, uh, well, it's a miscarriage of justice. Um, I should have the right to charge him and, and do whatever. And I want... Um, I want third parties to come in and talk about how this is a miscarriage of justice and how it's bad, even though on multiple occasions he had refused third-party advocacy in the case, and then on multiple occasions, even on the same topic, um, he had refused, uh, but, but because it went to a different slight. I think you can say this fairly now, that the Sullivan, the judge on the, on the Flynn case, is a political or partisan actor. There's no way not to cage it that way, based on the fact that, I mean, Multiple requests for third-party advocacy were denied, and some requests on the same topic or scope of what's going on now were done. So he set up the case to say, hey, I want third-party appeals to, to argue the fact that, hey, um, should justice, should the presumption of justice, even though um, Department of Justice doesn't want to prosecute, or even though the state doesn't want to prosecute, or even prosecutors that don't want to prosecute, should I as a judge have the capability to execute the sentence anyways, regardless? Obviously, the answer to that is no. And he used a uh, he used a code or case in the law, and reversed it. Typically, um, the case that he's citing or the law that he's citing, it's for malicious prosecution, and so judges should be able to intervene or interfere based on a malicious prosecution, not the lack of prosecution. Right? If the state or federal doesn't have a case against you, basically he's advocating for the fact that a judge could pull you into a courtroom, say you're a bad person for X, and then sentence you or case you, even though the state or federal um, Department of Justice are going after you, even though you may or may not have violated a law, whatever the case is. So definitely some funky stuff going on. So uh, Powell submitted an appeal for Flynn. That appeal was granted on a two-to-one basis. Um, and then Sullivan submitted a, hey, I want a full hearing. So typically you have, um, uh, there's like anywhere from 12 to 20 judges on a district or circuit court and when your case is initially heard, only three judges will hear. It's a random selection of three judges that will hear your case. So in the random selection of three judges that heard the case for Flynn, two said, hey, drop the case. One said, hey, this is a valid pursuit. And you could guess that the uh, two that said, hey, drop the case, were appointed by you know, Bush and or uh, I think the Bushes and one by Trump. 
maybe not, I'm not sure, but they were both, there were Republican appointees, and the one that said, hey, keep it up, was an Obama appointee, so could have guessed that. Now they're fucking, it's going even further now. Now they're doing a full hearing, so all 20 circuit court judges, the case was picked up, uh, granted an appeal where all 20 uh, court judges are going to hear the fucking super stupid, simple ruling of, hey, if the state or federal Department of Justice drops a case against you, should the judge in that's presiding over the case be able to hold the case and continue to try you? The obvious answer to that is no. And this is even a more egregious case of the of everything that's going on because there's ample exculpatory or evidence that says this guy needs to go and walk because, I mean, there's no, no matter how you slice it, they're going after... Like they were, it was basically premeditated investigation to get him to do whatever. And the FBI, like, you're dumb if you talk to the police, right? Because they can perjury trap you all day long. If you go talk to Congress, same thing. You just got to tell the tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Because if you try to deviate from what's going on at any given sense, they're going to get you. So if you're a tiny bit evasive uh, in your interview, and you know, hey, fair point. Flynn pled guilty to lying to the FBI. But pretty much the whole story is, is that he was being drugged through the mud. Uh, he had to sell his house. Uh, they were threatening to prosecute his son. Shit like that. Um, you'll, you watch Making a Murder with Stephen Avery. Fucking he rolled over twice. Uh, it took him eight years into his sentence for him to finally plead guilty to a rape charge that he was obviously proven, proven innocent in. But people roll over. Right? It happens. So now they're going to do an on-bank hearing, which is basically full court hearing. Uh, for the, uh, I don't know if it's the D.C. District Court or it's just a, whatever the Circuit Court of Appeals. I'd have to go find that information out. But the saga continues. Um, yeah, fun stuff. The, and that's like a super interesting uh, news, and it's not even being covered at all by any of the, of the big five. MSNBC, uh, CNN, fucking CS, what, CNN, NBC, Fucking Fox, ABC, and MSNBC, right? The big five stupid fucking people. If you're still watching mainstream media, stop listening to this show immediately. Because you, sir, and madams are lost in the sauce. Uh, but yeah, apparently it was just a big hit job. And uh, somebody had come out and said, uh, was on CNN and said, Oh, what? that was four years ago. Why are we still trying to worry about this? And what's unfortunate is that if Biden gets elected, all this will get swept under the rug. Uh, the things we're kind of hoping or things I'm watching for or looking for is the uh, Durham investigation, the IC investigation to come out and hopefully charge a couple people in the FBI. And then um, the, uh, yeah, but if not, it's all going to get swept under the rug as it's a miscarriage of justice and blah, 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 blah. Just sad shit. So poor Mr. Flynn continues to go through the whole process of getting his name drugged through and just dealing with the court system, the corrupt, corrupt court system. And he said, play the best song in the world or I'll eat yourself. Well, me and Kyle, we looked at each other and we each said,
So, Heroes versus the Cares Act. Uh, I'm just going to lead off here and say that the Heroes Act was stupid, or the Cares Act was stupid, whichever one's first, and then the, the Heroes Act is stupid too. Um, we, you can't just print, you can't continue to print money. You're like, ah, oh, well, the blah, 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 and this, the, the smartest or the most uh, introspective take I've uh, heard about this is that basically the government drove a truck through your living room, right? They're the ones that shut you down. They're the ones that said, hey, you can't do this anymore. So they have to pay for everything that's going on. That's great. Sure. Yeah, that's that's totally valid. But um, I don't think anybody understands basic economics that is watching this whole thing. And that's probably 19 out of 20 people or 99 out of 100 don't understand basic economics. You cannot print money willy-nilly and re have a reduction in goods and services. There was basically a 9 point or 10 point, 10% uh, reduction in the GDP uh, for Q2. And the CNN and MSNBC tried to pull it, put out, oh, it's a 33% it's a annual reduction in GDP. Fuck off. You can't annualize fucking quarterly, uh, quarterly losses or whatever the case is, but they're they're definitely moving in the same direction that they did in the second quarter than they are in the third quarter because they're thinking, I mean, people are not, they don't have to pay for their, their actions, right? California can keep everything shut down. New Jersey, New York, they can keep everything shut down, and they're just looking at the federal government like, hey, bail us out. That's a big difference between the uh, Republican and uh, Democratic spend plan. Uh, they, they passed the CARES Act, um, was essentially a $3.2 trillion dollar passage and uh, small business aid over uh, one trillion in small businesses, small business aid, and that's rife with corruption, right? Uh, a bunch of small businesses, if you have less than, I think it's 500 people, and you would, uh, uh, less than $2 million is what you were claiming, they just said, hey, you can have it. Um, they would only validate or try to verify the claim that you were making if it was over $2 million. So what does that incentivize you to do? Claim for $1.99 million and or fire people until you get under 500 and, and claim for that amount of money. Um, $627 billion for quote-unquote other measures. Tax breaks, uh, $346 billion. Stimulus checks, $293 million. And that's the biggest one, the M1 money supply uh, for everybody. Um, uh, Health care, $277 million. Sorry, billion with a B. Unemployment benefits, $274 billion. And that was the big one with the uh, CARES Act as well. You were getting paid more to be unemployed than you were going back to your normal job. So people are incentivized. Um, you can't blame people for coming out and saying that sort of thing. But the whole teachers union bullshit has been completely uh, horrific. Like they're actually trying to pass political agendas saying we're not going back to teach your children if we don't get, you know, defund the police and this, that, and the other. Which is, to be honest, is going gonna, gonna to be a great breaking point for unions because they're not going to have... Like people are going to find other alternatives, other avenues and uh, alternatives to educating their children, homeschooling, private school, you know, whatever the case is. But the demand for private school is going to go up massively. Um, unemployment, $274 billion, like I said. State and local aid, $256 billion. And that's, I think that's buying local bonds and everything. And then uh, safety net and other tax cuts, uh, $83 billion. Uh, the Republicans are working on a plan that, uh, should it should have been passed the 31 of July because that's when the unemployment benefits and the stimulus checks. Well, the stimulus checks were fucking horrific. I got one for whatever reason. But the unemployment benefits ran out on 31st of July, and that's the big uh, sticking point. So now people are going to – it's only going to get worse, right? People are now do not have an inflow of income to go spending. And uh, the Republicans were trying to do a 
billion sorry 1.1 trillion trillion dollar package uh, 200 billion in uh, small business aid 81 and other measures some like some of that stupid shit was in there and that was amazing that 627 billion with was just fucking stupid spending uh, business tax breaks uh, 200 billion stimulus checks 300 million but I think they were only offering 400 or 200 um, per week until some other time to do whatever basically universal basic income healthcare 111 million unemployment benefits 110 million uh, that, that's what it was so the stimulus checks were going to be the same uh, if not more than they were and then the unemployment benefits were going to be less like 400 or 200 uh, state and local aid 105 billion and then safety net and other tax cuts um, the democratic plan which what they're kind of sticking on is the three is 3.4 trillion so the republicans want to try to spend 1.1 trillion tacked on a 3.2 trillion which they're not even addressing the uh, 4 trillion that they gave to the fed to basically just fucking make up money and they've gone i think they've spent over seven trillion dollars on the budget so just imagine that you make three hundred dollars a month or three hundred dollars in a week and you spend a thousand dollars that's basically what the united states government is doing eventually the landlord is going to come to collect and it's not it's not us right um the the fed getting four trillion dollars is just money that you owe yourself so it's like oh, i'm going to go to the gym tomorrow and you don't go to the gym well i'll just do a fucking two a day on uh i'll do it i'll do a two a day on tuesdays and you don't fucking do a tuesdays oh okay, i'll I'll, uh, I'll do two two a days on wednesday and thursday to make up for it and then you go work out on Wednesday, like everything's great, but then you still have three workouts that you haven't paid for, and you're just trying to catch up and catch up and catch up. You're just delaying the inevitable, like you're paying it down the future road. So you can do that if you kept it internal, right? The problem is, is that they sell the bonds to overseas holders. So uh, people like Ch China, Japan are the biggest debt holders for the United States in the one point, you know, X amount of trillion range. And you could lie to, and Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare are the biggest the biggest holders in state right so if you're under 40 you're not getting social security just fucking live that dream understand that fact and nor should you plan to have social security because what they're going to do is just print money to pay for social security so they'll just they'll make that money up and what happens when you make money up prices fucking skyrocket if everybody has i think, I think i've addressed this if there are 10 widgets right because we just don't make widgets out of nothing right there are 10 iphones and everybody has a hundred bucks and they want to buy an iPhone or 10 people have a hundred bucks and everybody wants to buy an iPhone. The price of an iPhone is a hundred dollars, give or take, right? If you just make up money and you give everybody a fucking $1 trillion stimulus plan and there's still only 10 iPhones, but now everybody has $300 million and everybody wants an iPhone. The price of an iPhone is now $300 million, right? So the, so the, the iPhone didn't change the value of the dollar changed because there's more dollars and there's not more stuff. So in order to keep the value of the dollar strong, you have to keep creating things, right? That's what capitalism and innovation does and keeps the American economy so great is because we're the ones that innovate and have the, you know, best and this, that, and the other. Um, you come here to, you come here to innovate technically. That, that's still the dream. China's trying to usurp that. Um, the European Union's trying to usurp that but you have to create shit. That's where Trump hit it on the head when it came to manufacturing and everything. All that shit was outsourced overseas. So basically we would trade IOUs to foreign nations to get their iPhones and their equipment and their stuff like that. That's why, you know, living the dream for the last 
20 years for everybody because we were just saying IOU, 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 IOU. Now what have we done? We've created $7 trillion in IOUs internally to the United States. Eventually those I and so that would what does that tell you as a foreign investor in the dollar? If they're just creating money willy-nilly. Well the money you have doesn't mean as much anymore because they just made up all this money in the United States. So now if I have one trillion dollars in bonds and they just made fucking out of sleight of hand seven trillion in the States, why would I hold on to the one trillion that I have? I need to fucking change it into something else. Or yeah, I need to change it into something else. So I need to either, either need to cash in now or trade it. And everybody understands that that concept, right? So, um, the, why haven't they done that? Because you want to avoid either debt default, fucking war, whatever you want to, whatever you want to do. Um, so that's that's the that's the crisis we're facing, and they don't even care. They just want to spend more. So the Democratic plan is three point four trillion, but it's the one point one trillion dollar plan, and they're both stupid plans. Like what should happen is that the governors, so. I'll get into this segment later, but Trump has fucking horrifically failed in this uh, in this endeavor for coronavirus for the simple fact that people are not accountable for their actions. Um, so Democratic trend is three point four trillion, zero dollars for business, small business aid. Okay, great. Um, three hundred billion for other measures. So that's probably like give twenty five trillion or million to the you know Planned Parenthood or some other bullshit. Um, business tax breaks. 36 billion uh, stimulus checks 436 billion so that means they would probably have a more lucrative stimulus check plan but I just explained why if they print all this money it doesn't fucking matter um, 382 for health care unemployment benefits 437 they want unemployment benefits to stay the same and work through January I believe until Biden gets elected uh, state and local aid they want to bail out local and business bonds. So the big piece here was that since New York, uh, just take New York for example, even though Florida and Texas have the same kind of pension plans, take New York, Illinois, Texas, and Florida for prime example. They have state pension plans. They have state teachers unions. They have state police unions, all this other fun stuff. They have promised them money based on their thing, but they did the same thing that the government, federal government did with Social Security. They spent that money somewhere else, right? So they don't have enough money to pay their they're the, what they promised. So pensions are going to get fucking destroyed in whatever the case is. So part of the Democratic plan, 33% of the funds that they're trying to do are to pay for the bonds that were made up in the 1970s, 1980s, 1990s to say, hey, we're going to give you these sweet pension plans, teachers, unions, federal or state workers, we're going to give you these sweet pension plans. Don't worry, we'll pay for it later um, type stuff. And 33%, I don't, I don't know what that has to fucking do with coronavirus, just throwing that out there. Um, small business aid, that would make sense to coronavirus, but 70% of the small businesses are going to go under. Other measures, that should be zero. Business tax breaks, sure, if you wanted to do a um, tax plan, but you got to cut spending if you're going to fucking uh, give tax breaks. Stimulus checks, that makes total sense. Healthcare, okay, I'm not quite sure what you're spending on, but sure, I'm open to see some money. Unemployment benefits, those need to be significantly curtailed. You need to have unemployment benefits that uh, incentivize people to go back to work. Um, state and local aid. Um, unless you were somebody that is in a, unless you can prove that you're in a family that has just high-risk people everywhere. Uh, state and local aid should be fucking zero. And then uh, safety net and other uh, tax cuts. I don't know what that is, but shouldn't be much. But safety net and other tax cuts, the difference between uh, Republican and Democrat plan is $18 billion by $736 billion. So $2.8 trillion 
of the $3.4 trillion Democratic plan is tied up in state and local aid and safety net and other tax cuts. And I'm, I'm sure, I'm guessing it's safety net shit. But it's all, it's all for naught. It's fucking monopoly money. That's why I'm trying to get out and jump into gold, and it's harder than you would think it would be um, with that whole thing. But they're both, they're both stupid. We shouldn't have done the first one. Um, we should have had a system that did not incentivize what we're doing to ourselves because you, you basically have monopoly money in your, in your wallet right now when it comes to the dollar. I've seen, I'm in, a, I'm in, a, I'm in Europe, and the difference between the euro and the dollar it used to be every time I would draw 300 euros, I would charge 320 or I'd get charged 320. Now that's 360. It's only going to get worse, right? So, and my paycheck has gone up. But pay, pay, uh, my base pay does not go up, but my uh, uh, BAH, BAS, all that other fun stuff goes up. And it goes up in relation to the exchange rate so I can pay for my shit, right? So, because that would be bad for the government to say, you know, hey, you, the guy can't pay for his lodgings, whatever the case is. So my, pay, my, my paycheck is shot up as well, at least eight percent something like that so inflation's here folks like it's it's fucking already hit us other nations already know so so the dollar's getting weaker and weaker and weaker and i'm trying to get into the gold but i'm only putting basic savings into gold and that's where i'm at with this whole thing i am so fucking freaked out and shocked by fucking what's going on that i'm trying to move to gold and i don't move like i don't do any of that stuff i don't invest i don't I, like i have a, a roth ira whatever the case is I already know that's going to be gone. Like, that's going to be fucking useless. But I'm trying to put my basic, like, hard savings into gold so I can do that. Whatever, man. All right. So don't vote for the CARES or the HEROES Act. They both fucking suck. Don't do it. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Dr. Fauci, do protests increase the spread of the virus? Do protests increase the spread of the virus? Uh, I think I can make a general statement. Well, half a million protesters on June 6th alone. Yeah. I'm just asking that number of no. people... Does yeah. it increase the spread of the virus? Crow crowding together, particularly when you're not wearing a mask, contributes to the spread of the virus. Should we limit the protesting? I, I'm not sure what you mean. Should How do we say limit the protesting? Should government limit the protesting? I, I, I don't think that's relevant to... Well, to, you just said if it increases the spread of the virus, I'm just asking, should we limit it? Well, I'm, I'm not in a position to determine what the government can do in a forceful way. Well, you make all kinds of recommendations. You, no. you make comments on dating, on baseball, on everything no. you can imagine. I'm just asking you, you just said that yeah. protests increased the spread. No. I'm just asking you, should we try to limit the protests? No, I think I would leave that to people who have more of an, a, a position to do that. I can tell you. Government stopping people from going to church, Dr. Fauci. Yeah. Last week in the Calvary Chapel case, five liberals on the Supreme Court said it was okay for Nevada <clears throat> to limit church services. Governor, I, I mean, Justice Gorsuch said it best. He said, there's no, there's no world in which the Constitution permits Nevada to favor Caesar's palace over Calvary Chapel. I'm just asking, is there a world where the Constitution says you can favor one First Amendment liberty protesting right. over another practicing your faith? I'm not favoring anybody over anybody. I'm just making a statement that's a broad statement that avoid crowds of any type, no matter where you are, because that leads to the acquisition and transmission. And I don't judge one crowd versus another crowd. When you're in a crowd, particularly if you're not wearing a mask, that induces it's just, it's the spread. A simple, it's a simple question, doctor. Should we limit the protest? Government is obviously yeah. lim limiting people yeah. going to church. And, and look, I, I'm there's, not been no, there's been no violence that I, I yeah. can see at church. I haven't seen people yeah. during a church service go out and, and harm police officers right. or burn buildings. But we know that. I mean, for 63 days, right. nine weeks, it's been happening in Portland. Right. 
Yeah. One night in Chicago, 49 officers were injured, but no limit to no limit to protests. But boy, you can't go to church on Sunday. I don't know how many times I can answer that. I'm not going to opine on limiting anything. I'm just going to tell you. You've opined a on a lot of things, Dr. Fauci. Yeah, but I've never. This said is something that directly anything. impacts the spread of the virus, yeah. and I'm asking your 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 position on the protests. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm not going to opine on limiting anything. I'm telling you what it is the danger, and you can make your own conclusion about that. You should stay away from crowds. No matter where the crowd is, government has uh, government has stopped people from going to work. In fact, just in New Jersey four days ago, Ian Smith, Frank Trombetta were arrested for opening up for trying to operate their business, their gym. They were arrested. But I, my my bet is, if these two individuals own this gym, were outside just in front of their gym. And all the people who were working out in their gym were outside protesting. They'd been just fine. But because they were in the gym working out, actually running their business, they got arrested. You think that's okay? You know, I'm not going to opine on who gets arrested and who does not. I mean, I, I, you get where I'm going. I'm telling you, as a public health official, I say crowds. Do you see the inconsistency, though, Dr. Fauci? There's no inconsistency, Congressman. There's what? No There's no inconsistency. So you're allowed to protest millions of people on one day in crowds, yelling, screaming, but you try to run your business, you get arrested? And if you stood right outside of that same business and protested, you wouldn't get arrested? You don't see an inconsistency there? I don't understand what you're asking me as a public health official to opine on who should get arrested or not. That's not my position. You could ask no, you've me as advocate, much as you you've want, advocated for and certain I'm not businesses. You've advocated for certain businesses to be shut down. I'm, I'm just asking you on your position on the protest. I'm I mean, not, I haven't seen one. We've heard a lot about hair salons. I haven't seen one hairstylist who, between haircuts, goes out and attacks police or sets something on fire. But we've seen all kinds of that stuff during protests, and we know the protests actually increase the spread of the virus. You've said that. I said crowds. I didn't say specifically. I didn't say protest do anything. So the protests don't increase the spread of the virus? I didn't say that. You're putting words in my mouth. No, I, I, want, I, would, I just want an answer to the question. Do the protests increase the spread of the virus? I, I don't have any scientific evidence that anything. I can tell you that crowds are known, particularly when you don't have a mask, to increase the acquisition and transmission. No matter so what the So you don't have a position on whether the protest increased the spread of the virus or don't increase the spread of the virus? I'm saying that crowds, wherever the crowds are, can give you an increased probability that there's going to be acquisition and transmission. But do you understand Americans' concern? Protesting, according, particularly according to the Democrats, is just fine, but you can't go to work, you can't go to school, you can't go to church. There's limits placed on all three of those fundamental activities, the First Amendment activities, but protesting is just fine. So Fauci is a piece of shit. As you, like, how can he sit there with a straight face and not recommend that uh, protests should not occur in any shape, form, or fashion if you're going to go to the extreme of not allowing people to do religious services or just organize for any other reason with the exception of fucking Black Lives Matter? What an asshole. Uh, provisional death counts for COVID, because that's still a thing. Uh, 137,922, how cavalier do I sound? Um, and then 59,837 for deaths involving COVID, pneumonia, excluding influenza. Uh, all deaths involving COVID, um, like I said, whether or not you believe or disbelieve whatever the counts are going on, this is nowhere near what, these deaths, this, this count is nowhere near what like would pre precipitate economic shutdown, a lot of the fun stuff. 
you got to get me to 1% at least of the, uh, uh, like Ebola has a 70% death or case fatality rate, right? Of the known cases, 7 out of 10 people that contract the disease die. Um, this one is in the realm of less than 1%. So of the 100 cases that are known to have occurred, less than 1 or one person or 1.5 to 0.6 people die of the case. Um, much more virulent than the flu or much more deadly than the flu, much more virulent, or my apologies, just as deadly as a flu, much, just as virulent as the common cold going around, right? So that's why it's so dangerous, right? Because it, it can get you in any shape, form, or fashion. Um, like literally you can't really, what precautions can you take to protect yourself from the virus? Masks? Fuck it, if you wear a gas mask, sure. Um, essentially, the mask has become a term or unit of solidarity. You've seen that as much going around. But is it American to force people to wear an item of clothing? Nah, probably not. Uh, unless you're in a privatized business, right? So if you're part of a private school, you go to a business, businesses can do that shit all day. But to make you walk in public or down the park with a mask on and have Karens fucking blast you in the face with uh, pepper spray? No, thank you. It's not the America I grew up in. It's not the America I want to live in. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so 137,000 plus 60,000 means 197,000. So I'm not quite sure what the counts are, but that would indicate that we're going to make it to the 240,000 uh, death thing, and then you have that resurgence of the next thing. The second wave is already coming in all locations with the exception of, what is it, the Nordic countries that did not mask so or that didn't take precautions. So they, they saw a... Uh, higher than normal death count, but they were not an outlier. When you put all the put all the countries in, they were not outliers, right? They were on the high level of they were in the 80 percentile, whatever the case was. But they weren't the 99th like Spain and Italy, and they weren't the the zero percent like Germany was, um, or you know North Korea. But uh, but they weren't outliers, so that means that masks don't work. But they social distanced, they you know they did some wonky things, they, they opened up areas, whatever the case is, and those those are the people that you got to look at and say, hey, that's the right way to do, because they're not really experiencing a second wave like the United States is, and that Europe seems to be doing as well. But, mind you, that it's a bunch of cases. So remember they switched from deaths to cases to fucking whatever the fuck they're switching to now. And they're focusing on the cases, right? Could be mild, could be this, asymptomatic. Everybody thinks that if you get COVID, it's a fucking death sentence. It's not, right? It's fucking lightning strike uh, type thing for everybody and blah, 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 blah. What I'm trying to boil down to is that you are a human being. You are a person, right? And you have to take agency of your own actions. If you believe this is the, the nearest and dearest thing to the heart and it's the apocalypse that it, it's made out to be in the media, then take precautions to do that. Build yourself a bunker fucking run away, hide in the house, put a mask on at all times, shower with a mask, do whatever you want to. If you think it's bullshit, don't, you don't have to wear a mask and do that whole fucking thing. And you can go run around without a mask and do whatever you want to. Take a couple steps inside the building before you put a mask on, sitting a bit beat over the head with a baton, and then never wear a mask inside your work. Should you be considerate for other people? If they ask to be considerate, you can make that personal decision for yourself. But in no shape circumstances should you be afraid because your neighbor is afraid or should you have to alter your lifestyle because your neighbor is afraid that's bullshit and that's what we're doing right now because your neighbor is afraid and yes i understand that it's caring and it's the right thing to do and it's compassionate but you're allowed to be a contrarian and uh, new jersey i think has been the uh, 
the most uh, extreme when it comes to uh, enforcement uh, because they arrested gym owners for opening a gym indoors, but they, uh, fuck, they're not even going to mess with Black Lives Matter protests. I don't know if there's any, been anything up there in uh, New Jersey and what's going on. That being said, uh, pushes me to the Herman Cain versus John Lewis uh, bullshit that's going on. Uh, John Lewis passed away, and everything that you saw was condolences. I didn't see uh, anything go out there and be like, you know, blah, 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 political statement here. Um, saw none of that. Uh, they did his funeral, and uh, they gave eulogies. Uh, Bush, Clinton, Obama were the three most notable. Uh, Bush gave, uh, in particular, uh, eulogy, semi-political, not really putting it out there. But everyone's like, oh, Bush is a good old boy. Remember, remember the good old days when Bush was president, blah, blah, blah contradicting or forgetting the fact that he put us in two wars, Afghanistan and Iraq, that we're still fucking in now, uh, and basically botched the response to 9-11. Um, and then Obama got up and just politicized an entire speech. He went so far to say that the filibuster in the Senate was racist. Uh, his specific quote is that it was a Jim Crow era relic. Even though he, in 2006... Uh, attempted to use the filibuster to stop uh, Justice Alito's ascension to the Supreme Court with the filibuster, the racist filibuster. So that's what's happening, folks. The majority, that uh, leftist majority that's going to take power, at least by, via all the polls, uh, in 2020, is going to remove the filibuster from the Senate, the one thing that protects you from the majority rule, uh, one thing that protects minority from the majority rule. And it's going to be, a, according to all fucking polls, it's going to be a blue house, a blue Senate, and a blue executive, right? A blue president. Um, yeah, the polls pretty much had that in 2016 as well. And I, I appreciate and respect, excuse me, appreciate and respect the fact that there's a bunch of hidden uh, Trumpkins out there that not really putting themselves out there saying, you know, this, that, and the other for fear of reprisal, but they'll go to the, they'll mail in their uh, a vote only to be burned or cast away so that Biden can win by fucking supermajority. Or whatever the case is. So, yeah, yay for mail-in balloting uh, and absentee balloting, which is a whole other conversation. But, uh, um, yeah, so Obama did that bullshit, and he's he's a douche, right? That just proves that he's a douche, that he's going to politicize a, a dude's funeral. Um, uh, Clinton fucking is part of the whole Epstein bullshit. Um, uh, <laughs> investigations came out. He went down the Leoida Express, or been on the island twice, and he's like, that didn't happen. Or at least his spokesperson said that. But a bunch of Hollywood names, a bunch of uh, political names are on that whole thing. And that's going to be a whole whole other thing uh, when that whole com- thing comes out. Maybe later on that podcast. And then uh, Herman Cain passed away or died. And literally within five minutes, I saw somebody post. It's like, oh, he was at the Tulsa rally. Trump killed him. Blah, blah, blah. That was their statement. Um, and you can't do that. Like, it's not a, it's not a double even street, right? You know, which is, that's a piece of shit move, and you're a piece of shit. If you, your first move is like Trump killed you, if you didn't well him you like, you have no personal agency, you can't make your own decisions, and that's what he did, right? He decided that it wasn't a thing, blah, 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 and then whether or not you believe he paid for his actions, that's what it is. But it's fucked up that the first, the first words out of people's mouths for John Lewis, a Democrat, is, you know, oh, you know, I don't, I don't agree with his politics, but rest in peace, so on and so forth. And then the next, like, the first word out of a couple of people's mouths when it came to Herman Cain was, oh, he fucking deserved it because he didn't wear a mask in Tulsa. You're a douche. Like, you need better things to do in your life uh, than that fun stuff. All right, on to the next topic. Maybe sports, maybe not. I don't know. I'm going to do a lot of editing, so, 
lucky mark, castle made of clouds. There sits Wonder Boy, sitting oh so proudly. Okey-doke-lee. They're taking sports from us, so that's great. Uh, well, I watched, everybody's kneeling for the BLM stuff, and I don't think they understand what BLM, that's the, uh, I forget the word, the uh, semantic overload of Black Lives Matter, is that, of, of course, dummy, like I, I've said this many times on the, on the podcast, Black Lives Matter, but that's not what Black Lives Matter means in the abstract as far as the organization Black Lives Matter. So there's five I think I saw something, there was like five uh, extrapolations of BLM, uh, four of which are tied to some Marxist, communist uh, BS stuff. So, yeah, have fun with that, MLB, NBA, um, NHL, thank God. Uh, I'm a huge, like, that's my number one sport now. Um, like, what, what, what other choice do you have? They all stood for the national anthem, which is great. Uh, God bless that one Grizzlies player. That stood while all the other sheep were kneeling with their BLM t-shirts on. Um, uh, God bless the MLB cats that were standing uh, with all the other dipshits kneeling. So it is what it is. Uh, that being said, I have not watched a baseball game or a basketball game and will not watch a baseball game or a basketball game this season. Um, not that I'm one of the people that buys all their stuff or, or does whatever, but I will watch hockey. Like I'll be on that all day long uh, until I see somebody kneel. That being said, uh, in the AL East, in your ML Major League of Baseballs, uh, the Yankees are 6-1. and one. Orioles trail uh, shortly thereafter at 4-3. and three. In the Central, it's Twins at 6-2. and two. In the West, it's the Strohs, those cheating bastards, at 4-4. Four and four. Uh, Rangers sitting at 2-5 and five at the cellar of the AL West. Good for them. In the National League, uh, the Braves at 6-3. and three. Uh, finally overtook the Marlins at 2-1, and one, who got canceled due to COVID. I think they had 14 players uh, pop hot uh, when they were uh, had a series against the Phillies. Um, the Cubs at 6-2 and two have a hefty lead over the Brewers. And then the Rockies at 5-2 and two against the Dodgers at 6-3 and three, and the Padres at 6-3. and three. There you go. And the Giants at 5-4. and four. NL West looking pretty competitive. Diamondbacks down at 3-6, and six, uh, not doing so well. Uh, NBA started off their season. I don't care. Um, everybody was kneeling except for that one Grizzlies player that I saw. NHL is continuing their season from the previous, like they were in the middle of it, um, as was the NBA. And then uh, they refired up their uh, their stuff. So the Eastern Conference standings are currently sitting with the Bruins, Lightning, and Maple Leafs have the top three in the Atlantic. And then the Capitals, Flyers, and Penguins, or Pens, the top three in the Metropolitan. Uh, looks like the Hurricanes and the Blue Jackets at 81 points have a three-point lead over the Panthers, and those would be the last two uh, to make it in. The Islanders would play the Bruins in the lead, and then the uh, Hurricanes would play the Capitals. In the Western Conference, Blues, Avalanche, and Stars have the top three positions. Go Stars, uh, Knights, Oilers, and Flames. Um, Calgary have the top three positions in the Pacific. Uh, Canucks at 78, and the Jets at 80, and the Predators at uh, Nashville, which are apparently the natural rivals to the Stars. I would have thought it would have been the uh, Minnesota Wild since we had their namesake. But the, it's it's against the Preds and the, looks like the Canucks, for the final spot, and I would think it would go to the Preds since they, oh, no, nope, they both have 69 games, and they both have, oh, 
Canucks have 36 wins, so I figured they would win the tiebreaker getting in there. So, yeah, there you go. That's your NHL standings. They're taking our sports from us, folks. Sad Panda.
Hello, Abigail. <laughs> um, hi. Did you watch The Terminal with Daddy or no? Um, uh, the Terminal? Yeah, The Terminal. Yeah. What's The Terminal about? Um, I don't know. I haven't watched The Terminal. 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 Yeah, so I watched, I watched The Terminal. And the terminal was a, was an old school. I guess they dropped it in Netflix for the uh, for the the Europe's, and it was an old school movie where Tom Hanks decides that he's gonna, well, he's from Kuitkova, and he gets stuck in a New York airport. So, um, can I share something? What do you want to share? Um, I have a new slime set that I forgot to clean up yesterday. Yeah, I mean, guess. Who's, who's gonna clean it up? Me. That's correct. So, um, what what is taxation? Taxation. I don't know. You don't know? Okay. All right. Apparently, um, I have to improve as a father. Um, I have to talk a little more. Okay. Um, I like drawing and making presents for my friends. That's good. So, uh, um. Um, I got rid of my sniffles. That's good. You don't have COVID, right? Yeah. Is COVID bad for children or no? No. Is COVID dangerous? I guess that's a better question. Is COVID dangerous to children? No. Should you wear a mask at four years old or five years old? No. Why not? Because kids can can't breathe, can't not breathe if they wear a mask. That's very smart. Very intuitive of you. Uh, well, so I watched The Terminal, and I'll try to get through this with our guest host, podcaster, Abigail. Yeah. Um, so I tried to watch The I watched the Terminal, and I thought it was a, a, it was a really good movie until the very end. So, um, synopsis, Tom Hanks is a refugee, or Tom Hanks is a foreigner. He gets stuck in the uh, New York airport. Um, Daddy, I need to talk now. Okay, go ahead. Um, I... Uh, later, I'm going to watch Daddy play the God of War. Are you really? Yes, because it's finished a lot since since when it's been Keto a lot. came. Since Keto came and when Ralph played with you a lot. He didn't play uh, God of War. Oh, were they two controllers? Yeah, but well, we never played God of War. You? I'm the only person that's played God of War. Ralph didn't. Did not play. Why did he not play? Because he's not interested in video games. You're not a fan? Not a fan. Oh, I'm a fan of Minecraft. Huh? I'm a fan of all the games except God of War. Why not? Then why do you want to watch me play it? Um, because I want to see what's finished. Oh, okay. What the end is? Yes. Hmm. Oh, wait. Did you make it to the end? Of what? God of War? No, but uh, I got work to do. Plus, I got to play Red Dead Redemption 2, but that's not a game for you to play. Yes. So. Um, Daddy, remember the game um, that we play, like, upstairs? What's that? Um, remember the PS4 was upstairs? Okay. Yeah, that's Red Dead Redemption. Um, but where's the PS4 TV? Down here now. Anywho. So Tom Hanks is a Bulgarian refugee from Kukovia that goes um, to. I still need to talk. Jesus. Um. <laughs> uh, um. 
Um, I was in Germany when I was three years old. Don't shh. Don't give out details. Okay. So he gets stuck, and then his home country is uh, in battle in the Civil War, so he can't go anywhere. So it's just him running back and forth and doing whatever. And then he starts this. So it's, a good, it's a good story. It's a, it's a pretty heart-wrenching like movie story. I Yeah, podcasts are fun, aren't they? Yes. So um, then Catherine Zeta-Jones, or Catherine Zeta. I need to tell Hello. some things to my dad. What? Yeah, you can only eat one vitamin. That's correct. From from now on. So the story progresses, right? It's his struggle in the airport. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Catherine Zeta, hello, decides like he meets up with her and they're starting <laughs> yeah. a relationship, and then <laughs> it's funny. Is it? Yeah. Don't you don't need to scream. Um. So, um, I built. Anyways. So he can. She continues. And Wait, they, I need to. I need to share something too. So they start their little, little tryst, and it turns out that it doesn't kind of work out between them because she decides that uh, you know doing her life is better than what's going on, and then he finally fulfills his father's wishes, and then he flies home. Okay. All right, folks. Stop! 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 Stop, Daddy! I I'm need out. to share something. We're leaving. Um, I I have been toy airplane. Which is right here. Good movie till the end. Watch the terminal, except for the last 10 minutes of it. Well, it's 3 p.m. Time to lug the gear. Got to get it on the stage. My muscles flex. My fucking sweat will save the day. When I check the mic, I fuck, I check the mic, I fuck, I check, I check, I one, two, three, I plug it in, I make it sound as good as can be.